Welcome, Welcome to, to the check-in. Check my name is Brianna. And my name is Tondrea. And we are your new favorite homegirls. Checking in with each other and mm -hmm. checking in with you. Yes, so come on in, get comfortable, relax, and let's get into this conversation. Hello, everyone. Yeah, welcome to the check-in. <laughs> this is Bree here. Um, and I have my lovely mother with me. Say hi, Mom. Hello. Oh, I have my mommy on here. Um, so I am currently in um, San Diego. Hey, y'all. Tondre here. Um, so me and Bree are not together, as you can tell. Um, with this episode, it is going to look a little different. This is our Mother's Day slash motherhood episode and it is a compilation episode of the moms in our life and Brie interviewed her mom for me I interviewed my best friends from childhood as well as my mom I have so many moms in my life so I could not get them all on this one episode but I love them all the same and I hope they are checking in with themselves and that is what we wanted to do on this episode was check in and ask a series of questions um that they may not have to get. So we hope that you enjoy this episode and um, treat your mom to something nice this Mother's Day. And if you are a mother, treat yourself to something nice. And also for the people that do not have moms or are not close to their mothers, please, please, please go where you were loved and take care of yourself. So let's get into these questions. So this is my mommy's first time being part of the podcast she has listened to the podcast before so she already knows that the first thing we go into is our highs and lows so mama what is your high and your low okay well it was supposed to be for april so of course my high is my birthday mm -hmm. um and everything that i did and all the love that was shown for it that was my high and my low was probably all the work that i had to do for the month of april <laughs> on my yeah. birthday yeah you weren't, weren't you like flying out to Seattle and yeah, stuff? Yeah, well, I, I was everywhere. Everywhere. I've been on a plane so many times this month and just working till one, two o'clock in the morning, coming home, everyone's asleep, it's cold. Yeah, so that's my lows. Ooh, dang. Yeah. Over here, you know, catching flights, not feelings, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Catching feelings on flights. Catching <laughs> That's the new hashtag, catching feelings on flights. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so my. Ooh, I didn't think about that. Well, okay, my high is that I got to come wait, to San Diego. Wait, let me ask. Oh. What is your highs and lows? Oh, thank you. <laughs> my high is that I got to um, come to San Diego to see my family because I haven't been able to for a while and witness my brother go to prom. Um, which was very special because he is my my la my youngest sibling. Um, he's the only boy, and just like you know, halfway like raising him and seeing him like as a almost adult now is still a trip to me. Um, and I'm just I'm so excited to see where he goes, and it's mm -hmm. it just feels like my baby. Yeah, he's amazing. I know. Oh, I can't wait. I add that to my high. I didn't think about that. Uh huh. Come that was very touching and as experience mm -hmm. that I didn't even with Amaya like I got to see that as well but since we were closer it was kind of like we did we were in this together but mm -hmm. Dylan was like whoa it was a different perspective so that was a great high and then my oh, I think maybe I might not actually have a low I'm in such a uh, like 
yay place. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe my low is that I have to leave and I have to go to work in the Start morning. Real life again. Yeah, like actually have to be, and it's like not like I don't want to be at work, but yeah. it's just like gotta it's go just, back to work. Anytime I mean, you're yeah. having fun is better than work. Exactly. Regardless if you love your work or not. Right. We're going to go straight into it. Uh, again, we're just going to ask some questions about motherhood and just getting your experience. And even though I was there for your experience, I don't know your experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited to hear what you have to say. Um, also, I'm wondering if we sound the same, like vocally, because I know a lot of people would be like, oh, mm-hmm. you and Maya sound the same. Like, I wonder, I don't know. So um, the first question that we start with is um, what is well, what do you love about being a mom slash motherhood? Um, it's hard to like pinpoint that on one thing, but mm-hmm. um, just the fact that God gave women the ability to spit off these children and try your best to make them magnificent. Mm-hmm. And when you do about 80% of that, that's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trial and error. We don't, no one knows what they're doing. Right. They're just picking and choosing what they feel is the best options and hoping for the best. Yeah. Well, a good mom. Right. Yeah. Right. Some moms, you know, whatever. But mm-hmm. the ones that want try to be the best, mm-hmm. try to just pull out the box, the best ideas that they think, and go with that. And if it don't work, sometimes you got to throw some ideas in the trash and start over. But other than that, you just you do what you what you feel is best for that moment. And each kid is different. So Mm -hmm. some of the ideas that you had for the first kid or the second kid or the third kid, it's not always going to fit each other. You just got to keep picking. Right. Yeah. Okay. And just see your rewards. Hoping there's rewards. Right. Yeah. Right. I think it's it's even just crazy thinking about how your body transforms when you get pregnant each child each child like each child's different right mm-hmm. it's like even like you know they say like oh what you're craving and all that stuff is different but it's mm-hmm. like how you go from just being like human being and then pregnant and then everything starts morphing and all that stuff for this child and the vitamins and everything that you mm-hmm. need for this child starts coming to your body i'm like so that was there the whole it's just so it's amazing and then you take on some of their personalities oh the really mm-hmm. you can take on some of that child's personality um, while you're pregnant and you kind of, some of their likes and dislikes is what you become or have for that pregnancy. It goes away, but. Huh. Mm-hmm. So were you hungry? This day, when we were with me? <laughs> <laughs> I was. I ate a lot with you. I ate a lot with you. Um, I wasn't stingy with my food. and but, I wouldn't say I'm stingy. But I did eat a lot with you. I ate the most with you. I just love watching them grow, like seeing um, the different stuff they do as they get older and stuff. Like, that's the best part, watching them learn new stuff and all that. So, yeah. And like when holidays nowadays, you know, we you have your own kids. It's just like it just makes holidays so much more fun it does. because you just have your own to celebrate with. Even if like say if you have nobody where well, you do have your kids now. So, yeah, and then, so like traditions and stuff. Yeah, like Christmas, fun. Every holiday, fun. Literally, every holiday I buy my son a new outfit and stuff like that. It's, I love holidays now, even more, especially Christmas. Right.
Well, for me, um, I just like waking up to them and seeing them with a smile on their face. That lets me know I'm doing my job because, you know, me and the father is kind of strange. So sometimes I need that reassurance. And, you know, my reassurance is my kids waking up every morning, saying good morning to them and then them having a smile on their face. Oh, so like starting our own family, pretty much. Yeah, starting in a way. Yeah, I mean, like, if you're saying the holidays and waking up to them, it's just like this is what you guys, this is the foundation that you're building, pretty much. You know? Yeah. Right. Love that. Um, I think the thing that I love most is um, as a as a mom, as any parent, you want your children to be successful in any kind of capacity, um, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially, career-wise, education. And so I think um, for me, what I love is watching bits and fragments of myself, but it exceeds who I am. That, that's just a beautiful thing. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I like that. Um, it's like just pockets of you. Like you have all these pockets of you everywhere. Well, do yes, that. yes, yes. And I'm always intrigued to see something as you all grow. I see something and go, they got that from me, but it's better than me, you know, or maybe it's a shortcoming of mine, but you you've you've mastered it and i'm like wow that's cool (laughs) okay Okay, what is something you would like your kids to know understand or take away about you as a mother um there's so many things i want my kids to know so um i think Gosh, I was going to say the most valuable, but no. Um, I think that what I'll share tonight is because I couldn't have children, they're the most cherished. You all are the most cherished um, gifts that I've ever, ever had. That's all I ever really wanted was to be a wife and a mom. And so... Uh, when I was told that I wouldn't have children, oh, I was devastated, but my faith kept me going because um, so many people would say, give it to God, give it to God. And I didn't really know how to trust God. And um, your father, my husband was like, all you need is faith the size of a mustard seed. And I was like, really? You know, because every month Santa's visiting. So, um, and he would just say, hold on. So I think that what I would want you guys to know is the most precious gift that I thought, the ultimate gift that God could ever give is children. And like, what an honor to be held responsible for the life of children. And um, he gave it to me you know, against the odds, like they wanted to rip my uterus out. And um, there I was standing on the, my my mustard seed was like a salt seed. 
I'm just saying. So, <laughs> so um, just standing on that grain of salt was enough um, to get exactly what I asked for, boy, girl, boy, girl, two and three years apart. So that's, that's probably it. Just, man, <laughs> I got the greatest gift, gifts. And especially you, Tom Dre, they opened me up and, and was like, oh, <laughs> you're going to lose that because we opened you up. <laughs> so. And right before you had like a few complications, right? Yes. Yeah. So many complications, so many reasons why um, was not going to happen. And um got malachi and then we were trying for you and so many more complications lost a child before that we were like devastated and your little brother who was called malachi the messenger of god was like baby and we were like what oh my gosh what is he talking about <laughs> did he know how did he know <laughs> so, um and then learning like um you know going to the doctor and they're like oh you're pregnant and then um i was so excited and then they told me oh it's a cyst <laughs> so no it's a tubal pregnancy so sorry and i was like oh okay so i was devastated crying losing it and then um, they woke me up and said, you want the bad news or the good news first? I said, well, tell me the bad news. He said, well, the good news is that you're still pregnant. Wait, what? <laughs> but the bad news is that you're going to lose it. You had a cyst, not a tubal pregnancy. So we drained it. So since we opened it, you're going to lose it. Like, what? And then... Nine months later, here you are, Tandrea. <laughs> God. Yes, yes. That was God. <laughs> and shout out to your faith and your prayer, too, because. Yes. Who knows how things could have been. Right? I wouldn't have this brilliant, as Malachi said, the day you were born, he came into the hospital room and said, Beautiful. <laughs> been your nickname ever since <laughs> well deserved i get it from my mama Ooh. <laughs> oh well, i want them to know a good question maybe um like i want him to know that i'm doing everything in my power now to not let him go through some of the stuff that mm -hmm. i went through as a kid like with like me and my mom we didn't get along most of my what teenage years mm -hmm. i don't want that for him like there's some stuff that i could say my mom did to me that i would never do to my son and i mm -hmm. want him to know that like i worked on myself hard for mm -hmm. you not to be able to experience stuff like that like even when i snap now i'll go back and be like wait i'm tripping yeah, and I'll, I'll apologize i'll apologize to him and i'll regroup i pray i regroup and then i go back at it you know because i'll get real irritated real fast so mm -hmm. i would want him to know stuff like that like 
I worked hard to be a good mom. So if that makes sense. And then for me, um, as I mentioned before, I don't really have a, you know, great co-parenting relationship with their dad. So I would want them to know, like, you know, I did everything in my power to make sure, you know, that relationship was there and the door was open. Um, however, at the same time, as a mom, as a parent in general, you're going to do whatever you have to do to protect your kids. And if that means closing the door or, you know, um, just not allowing that in and out of their lives to happen, then, you know, that's what you're going to do because their number one priority um, for me as mom, as a mom is to make sure that they're, they're safe, yeah. they're healthy, and that emotionally they're, they're, they're stable because, you know, right. my dad's probably going to kill me if he ever hears this podcast, but <laughs> he was also in and out of my life too. So, you know, I don't want to keep fostering those same behaviors. My whole thing is just breaking generational curses and right. allowing them to um, grow from my mistakes and like she said like not have to experience some of the things that we experienced as kids mm -hmm. yeah no for sure mm -hmm. what would you like us as uh, as your kids to take away maybe for us maybe becoming parents one day um again each personality is different the way you parented one kid is not necessarily how you're going to be able to parent the next mm -hmm. um yeah they all they're different um Try your best not to be judgmental. Try to allow them to be them at a certain age. Because mm -hmm. when you're younger, younger, you, know, you, you need to not just be running around doing whatever you want. But once you hit, like, about to be adult, young adult, mm -hmm. and start having your true personality, that's not... It's going to change, but it's predominantly you. Mm -hmm. Allowing you to show that and be that no judgment. Mm -hmm. That's hard to do sometimes. When, especially when you feel like you've already experienced what they're going through to a certain degree mm -hmm. and you kind of see that it's probably not going to go the way the kid thought it was going to go mm -hmm. and so as a parent not telling them ahead of time basically like if you run down that hill at full speed you're going to fall you kind of already know it a couple of people don't but you already know they're going to fall so you want to tell them it's not going to work you're going to fall but it just t trying your best not to tell them mm -hmm. that they're gonna fall, that they're gonna fall or fail. Yeah. So, cause then you look like you know you're not having their back or whatever. Mm -hmm. But you, sometimes you just clearly see it. Um, that's hard. So I'm trying not to do that. Is that's a very very hard thing to do. Trying not to. Trying to show your kids that you definitely love them, but. Not smother them at the same time. Mm -hmm. That was that's hard to do that's hard to it's hard to do both sometimes and give them all the love and kisses and hugs and acceptance mm -hmm. but not but knowing when to put that boundary up of letting them go and do their thing at the same time mm -hmm. so that did you this is the i don't think this is a question here but um did you learn more i feel like this is obvious but i want to not assume um mm -hmm. did you learn more about yourself from being a mom or did it just enhance? Um, it yeah, it we evolve no matter what. Yeah. With children, without children, you learn more about yourself the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. You're gonna get seventy years old and still be, oh, you know, this is gonna change and that's gonna change. So I guess I'll say due to motherhood, yes. But it happens regardless. But mm -hmm. um children test you and you definitely learn your tolerance with your children 
mm. and your patience with your children more than anyone else. Okay. Because anyone else you can, um, you know, do whatever you, not whatever you want in, you know, mm-hmm. legal guidelines, but you can be more rude or, or like cut them off. Or that yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't deal with them anymore. Um, decide that you no longer want to be friends with them and move on. Mm-hmm. And you have to keep this relationship with your children. So you learn more patience, more holding mm-hmm. of your tongue, mm-hmm. more, um, acceptance. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's harder sometimes, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Um, I don't know. It's like I'm in awe because I feel like I've, I've, like I said, like we have a 19 year difference, 20, 19, 19 year difference. Mm-hmm. We're so like, apart. yeah. So seeing like, I don't remember everything, but just seeing you grow up as well. Mm-hmm. And then being in the same, being at this age and remembering like, oh, you were having dinner around this time. Mm-hmm. And just like knowing what I'm going through and like the growth and the changes Weren't you pregnant with Dylan? I, I thought I'd already had him, but I think I did have him at 28, yes. Okay. Um, but even, you had Maya, or you pregnant with at 25, I guess? If you say sure. so. Sure. Okay. But just even, I know every time I got to a certain age, I was thinking like, mm-hmm. dang, my mom had me, or not, yeah, me, or like, you know, mm-hmm. had Maya, or had um, Dylan, and just like, whoa, how how I'm going through this and changing, you had kids. Yeah, yeah. And, like, how you had to, like, navigate through this world, through yourself, and figure out, like, your mm-hmm. wants and needs and everything. But then you had a whole child, child, children. And then when you're a parent, your wants and needs, especially with the kids being that age, like, you know, newborn, Miles four, about to be five, mm-hmm. you're nine, about to be ten. Mm-hmm. You really have very little space for you to think about your wants and needs. Mm-hmm. Your wants and needs are taking a shower, taking, getting sleep, and taking your medicine type deal. You right. don't have... Every once in a while, you make time for your friends. Mm-hmm. Of course, you make time for your mate. But that's 20% of your life. The other 80 is making sure they're okay. So yeah. wants and needs for yourself is pushed to the wayside. Got you. Is, the, what, oh, is or was the most difficult part of motherhood? Mm. Just I, I guess since I it's like just quick to answer, I guess if I had more time to think about it, it would be a different answer. But I'll say now, just hoping that you did your best. Mm-hmm. Hoping that you. That's wait. What did you ask me again? What's the difficult, most difficult part of motherhood? Oh yeah, de- definitely. Making sure you did your best. People judge you mm-hmm. for any decision that you made, whether you disciplined your kid with a you know a spanking uh-huh. or don't discipline don't discipline your kid with a spanking. Whether it's you allow them to have too many snacks or juice, mm-hmm. or you give them too you make them drink too much water and no juice and snacks. And right. Yeah. Just you force them to do sports, so you allow them to just do whatever they want. The some, at one point, it was like if you allowed your kid to watch more than thirty minutes of television a day, it was like a bad. thing. It was a bad thing. Yeah. Um, the fact that you guys weren't on a program, and I free freely allowed you guys to kind of stay up a little bit, especially once you got older. And if you get up in the morning and you're ready and you're productive, you go to bed almost mm-hmm. whenever you want it. Some people don't believe in that. Even fifteen year old kid had a bedtime of a certain nine thirty. Right. There's everything you do. It's like scrutinized. It's scrutinized no matter what. And you just have to be strong enough to 
do what you're going to do and live with it. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a fail or it's, you know, it's amazing. You just got to live with it. I think you did a pretty amazing job. I think you feel that way because <laughs> it's you. But you'll have other people that will still till this day say they disagree with this or they disagree. Even though all three of you guys are amazing children. Mm-hmm. You'll still have people yeah. say something that we shouldn't have done or they would not have done it that way. Mm-hmm. And so it's right. just that. That's the most difficult thing is everyone, you know, and you oh, oh no, sometimes you even have people just at the grocery store. It can be as simple as you're in, uh, in your... Um, and the best shopping cart, and you had a sucker at maybe two. There's some people that believe that, that you know, mm-hmm. you shouldn't the have. dentist and yeah, yeah, they shouldn't have. Um, you gave that two year old, is she? She's two with a sucker in her mouth. It just it's it's every it's down to how I allowed you to dress or not dress or oh, it, it yeah. just, whether you got your fingernails painted. Some people, at, for at least you guys' age, you know, the fact that you had a pedicure, maybe your toenails were red or. Uh-huh. It yeah, so that's to me that I can think of now the hardest part of doing that and trying your best and then having to just wake up in the morning with a smile. Mm-hmm. Dang, I remember I can't remember if it was a show or not, but like somebody was talking about how they um, had their baby and the baby looked like just like unlike. Um, genderly uh, ambiguous like mm-hmm, you know some babies mm-hmm. you're like that's mm-hmm. a girl you could tell yeah. baby mm-hmm. you couldn't tell and um there somebody came up to her and was like why aren't you why are you dressing that baby like a boy like isn't it a girl and she was like it's it was like overalls mm-hmm. and she was like what how this baby isn't even like able to talk or think you really yeah, why does it here. matter what they have on what color right it's like if i just want to dress them in overalls because that's what i have right now mm-hmm. you're over here judging me because I want, I like overalls. Mm-hmm. What if, like, so it's just, even was that, that was like, oh, that's really interesting how people are so aggressive when it comes to somebody's child. Even everyone is striving to be the best mm-hmm. parent. And some of them, like any rival, they knock, they, instead of just doing what they do and do it, they want to knock you. Yeah. And so that they can be, you know. Yeah. Above what school you send your kid to. I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. No, it's that it's that sounds annoying. It's a lot. Yeah. It's yeah. annoying. It's <laughs> annoying, but you have to just continue. And then sometimes you do all that, and your kid is also like, "Mommy, I don't want those Capri Suns anymore. I want little Jimmy's." Oh, and you're yeah. like, "Are you, Are you serious? serious?" The unnecessary crying for me. No, for for real. <laughs> like, oh my god, crying for no reason drives me crazy. And then them being sick, like it's different when you're sick, and then you know, you mm-hmm. do what you do to feel better or whatever. But when your kids is sick and you got to figure out what's wrong with them and how you about to make mm-hmm. them feel better and them fevers and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna make, make you want to cry. Like, just give me all their, don't let my kids ever get sick. Give me all their sickness. Oh. For me, uh, it's the lack of sleep. I'm not a fun person when I don't get enough sleep and I have two little ones, so... Yeah, it can get kind of crazy in my household when we all don't get any sleep. Yeah, that's the thing that I'm most afraid of because I like sleep so much. So the idea of having to wake up every so many hours and like not have sleep is actually your sleep is never the same once you have a kid. It will never be the same again. It's painful. And then once they get older and stuff, you think, okay, it's going to be better. 
No, they gonna kick you in the back. Your back gonna start hurting a different way. Like they sleeping on top of you at this point. Literally sleeping wild. Like I just be confused how a little person can sleep so wild. Like what? See, and I'm just I just have an attitude right now. Like I'm tired right now, and I don't have no kids. I have a cat, and and he wear you out. He, he wears, wears you out. out. Yeah. It's a lot of difficult parts to motherhood. I yeah. feel like I didn't even name like half. For me, a real difficult one was recovering from a C-section because I don't do drugs. So I don't take medication. And it was very hard for me to adjust to having a toddler and also taking care of a newborn while, while having a C-section. You know, I was cut open seven layers. So... That was also a, a very difficult part, especially dealing with like postpartum hair loss, postpartum depression, mm-hmm. and all of that fun stuff. Yeah. Yep, I had postpartum depression with my last kid. How long? I didn't have depression, but that hair loss is no joke. Hair loss. Oh, no. mm-hmm. I had no edges. Oh, feel done. We're not gonna talk about this. Like, <laughs> I feel like it doesn't ever go away. I just feel like you learn how to cope with it, just adjust to what's happening around you. Right, right. Um, I agree with that. Uh, expectations. Um, I think were the most difficult part as you guys have all grown i don't have the same expectations but uh, as you guys were younger seeing you guys take different roles or um you know if i tell you don't don't jump and you jumped as much as i wanted you all to have your own personalities and independence and choices and all of those things there were just some things that were as a matter of fact this needs to happen and that didn't always happen and so um the letdown of that um can make you feel it's very challenging so it can make you feel like am i failing as a parent If there was something you wanted to hear or experience more from your kids, what would it be? Surprises. Like, I want a birthday surprise, a brand new car. I'm just saying, yeah, that's real. I like surprises. But um, <laughs> um, probably, um, I, I raised you guys to be so independent because of what I had gone through in life with my family Mm -hmm. um realizing that i had to stand on my own that i I didn't i didn't get those special perks as as some of the siblings did Mm -hmm. and so um it made me um stand a little stronger a little bit more resilient a little bit more emotionally disattached to make sure that you guys it was hard to balance the emotions and so it was it was um because of the um independence in the family um 
and going through some of the things and my children watching me go through those things and not wanting you guys to, you know, I wanted to protect your emotions, which did it in the end, it backfires because there's no book that says this is the way that it's done. And so I think that um, me teaching you all to stand so, so firm that there are a lot of emotional moments that are missed, mm -hmm. that aren't said with each other, with me. I think you guys call me and say, I love you, mom, I love you. But there is still something that's a little bit different. And I know it has a lot to do with making sure that you guys are so strong that you can get through anything. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's probably a regretful question instead of that one. So I just probably just want to hear, um, um, I don't know, it doesn't seem very modest to ask what I want to hear. So no, I'm not going to answer that like that. <laughs> like, you know, well, how it could be taken away however you want to. So like for me, I guess the way I interpret that is like, because I feel like you saying us being stronger could have just been a wanting us to be strong from how there's a disconnect emotionally it could have just been a reflection of who you were because we all look up to you as like our mom was so strong and went is so strong and went through all of these things and I think now like me and Brie did an episode on the strong friend and like seeing the harm that that word does in general like you being a strong mom and a strong sibling and like all of these things there's probably a lot emotionally that you had to put under the under the surface because I have to be strong and this is everything I went through but this doesn't define me so I think it could have just been like a reflection of you and it's like okay I'm strong and this is what I have to do for my kids and we see that and we're like well we have to do that for her too and we have to do that in this life too so I think if anything, if you're saying you want to hear more like emotions from us, then you want, that's the, that's something like that you want to experience more from us. And that's definitely something that I know that I have to work on that. It's like, it's hard for me to open up, even when I feel like I'm being transparent and being open and stuff like that. It's just like, oh, okay, I don't really like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I guess there is like a, how you said, um, it's, you said something about with like your siblings and your mom how it's like you have to fight those emotions or like just that balance and I think for me it's just like my own internal thing like sometimes if I open up too much I don't necessarily think you or my siblings understand it or even dad like sometimes he's just like it's not that serious and it's just like but it's that serious to me so oh, then it's like God. then it turns into like shutting down so I think if you, for that that it does make sense because I just see like Malachi talks out like all of us we're all in our own world yes yeah. that we need to like really connect emotionally and be like oh share when we love each other yeah. how we love each other and things like that so. yeah it's just a really weird dynamic like he said his um, siblings it was different for me and then watching my siblings with their immediate families is always a weird thing for me and you know you're supposed to learn from your mistakes and other people's mistakes and there were things that happened growing up watching my siblings I was like oh I'm gonna do whatever it takes not to do that you know and so um, and in some unspoken way it was like I'm gonna be a better parent 
than that, you know? And then there are things about that are so admired about my sibling children that I'm like, look at their closeness. It's incredible, you know? And I'm like, man, I missed it somewhere. I missed the mark. (laughs) (laughs) No, you didn't miss the mark. We're still here. Yeah. There's time. So you know, I guess it's all a part of it too, like, it's a part of motherhood, like you said, there's no book to it, and for us, there's still work we have to do, so it all, especially that we're all grown, there's things that we definitely have to learn. Um, How do you hold on to your identity? Ooh, without being Tondrea's mom, or Malachi's mom, or... (laughs) In general, I mean, because you do have a lot of kids, and I feel like, like, I, I'm curious about that question because I know I hear a lot of moms say it's hard to, like, you know, figure out who you are because you're investing your time in your kid and things like that. So I'm just curious um, to know how do you hold on to it or do you feel like you lost it? Yeah, I just think you go through many phases of parenthood, of um, you're, you're I did my best not to lose my identity, keep my friends, have date night, you know, um, even when I became single, like, I'm going out, leave me alone, see you later, bye, you know, but (laughs) um, I think I really struggled with trying to make sure that I had a life and knew who I was and be true to being a good mom, you know, especially being a single mom, getting to that space was really, really hard. So, um, and then you can lose your identity and your relationships, you know, and, and, and your work. And I remember when I was in school, a friend of mine, I hadn't talked to them in so long and they're president of a bank in New York. And they were writing a letter of recommendation for me for a scholarship. And he says, so what are you doing now? Like, tell me all about you. So I'm telling him and I said, yeah, so I'm a business student and I'm the mother of four and I have foster. He said, stop, 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 stop. <laughs> I asked about you. Yeah. This is who you're identifying with. And I was like, I don't know how not to be me without holding on my labels. <laughs> so um, he made me rethink when I thought I was balancing, I realized I wasn't. So I think you just go through many, many changes, um, losing it, becoming a new you, losing it again, you know. um, um, Yeah, I remember being identified in your school as a particular mom. So, (laughs) so yeah, you, it's hard you just go through changes anybody that tells you anything different I would probably bet I would probably challenge it <laughs> to tell you the truth I go I need to have me time mm-hmm. I go and I have me time and I go up with any of my friends at one point even like when you were coming down yesterday mm-hmm. you know, today's Sunday oh two Friday. days ago yeah Friday when you were mm-hmm. coming down Friday one part of me was like, okay, well, now that Bree's coming Friday, mm-hmm. maybe I should postpone my dinner with my friend. Yeah. 
And then that's would have been me at one point. But now I'm like, no, she'll be fine. She's mm-hmm. chilling. You know, she's doing whatever. Still go on your date for, mm-hmm. your, for you know, you and yourself. And when you get home, if they, you know, if she still wants to go to the jacuzzi or this or that or whatever, you guys can do something. But still do your time. So basically just find time for me outside of. At one point, I would almost wait for you guys to get home from school before I... Mm-hmm. did this mm-hmm. or did that and um I don't do that anymore I take care of whatever I want I don't include anyone and get making sure I get it mm-hmm. I just get it and maybe later on if you guys want to be involved in whatever I'm doing that's fine but mm-hmm. I just make sure I do whatever I want to do and not be needing or waiting on anyone else mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. even that. if you guys are in the other room. Right. Yeah, I don't need to wait on it. Once I broke that, mm-hmm. then I almost sometimes now be, don't want anyone else right, to right, yeah. go with or this or that. Sometimes I'm more mm-hmm. like, if I go by myself, I don't have to feed them. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right, no, for real, for real. <laughs> then they're not going to try to put something in a basket and get me to buy it. <laughs> so it's almost, yeah. So, yeah, I've definitely transitions very well of just taking care of me when it's me and then there's another time when I'm like you know what I'll pay for a trip for everyone to go here and I don't get you know so it just depends that's a hard one that's a hard one because I ain't holding on to nothing exactly what I just said I don't I try to like because I have I have anxiety that so I can't let myself get worked up too much because now I have two kids that's going to be watching me if you know mm-hmm. if I was to have like an episode so I just always have to calm myself down I gotta remember Kiana you're okay this is not the end of the world I just gotta keep reminding myself I feel like I lost myself Mm-hmm. not just being a mom not just being a mom I lost myself I lost myself like you're more worried about what your kid got going on than what you got going on and stuff so I make sure before I buy myself something I buy my son mm-hmm. so he got shoes and clothes and all that stuff I need shoes and clothes and stuff so right. it's like it's hard it's hard you never second guess about sometimes I try to get myself kids. out the house but most of the time I get myself out the house my son coming with me so mm-hmm. it's hard no I'm still working on that part I'm still working on getting back to what I like and finding myself and stuff like that. like for example like we went on Mexico went to Mexico yeah we was up there crying because our kids were not there <laughs> with us like yeah it's just attachment yeah but I'm working on it like that was supposed to be for us, but we made it about our kids again. But that's like it worked out in the end, though. It's normal. It's normal for y'all to be attached. Like they are a part of you. So, and at least you guys have the courage to get out there and leave your kids <laughs> behind. I travel and I take my kids with me twenty four seven. I just you know, leave them anywhere behind. So for me, I feel like I did lose my identity as a mom um i feel like you're changing though as an individual so your identity is always going to change depending on what you know point you are in your life but the thing that keeps me grounded um and the thing that allows me to remember who i am is uh you know walk taking a trip down memory lane and maybe going through uh something that i used to like to do like listening to poetry writing poetry or you know doing pottery or some type of art 
um, arts and crafts for me. That's what keeps me grounded and reminds me who I am. And then, you know, catching up with Tandre, because y'all know that girl loves to talk. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But yeah, so that's definitely some of the things that I've done to be able to remain true to myself. Because like you said, you are a mom and your first instinct is your kids. Like you said, yeah. we need clothes, but when you go to the store, the first thing you see is, oh, this onesie or all oh, this Halloween costume is is yeah. so cute. I'm gonna get right. it for my son or my daughter. You know, I'm thinking about cute. like, hey, dang, uh, I I need some new shoes because you know I'm about to go to Spain or something like right. that. And we'll literally go out and be like, okay, we're gonna go treat ourselves to something. We'll leave that whole place with nothing for ourselves and put our stuff back our and get stuff yep. kit. But yeah, one thing that helps me um feel like myself again is you know. When I'm with my friends, and then you know, literally though, Akai with my sister or maybe his dad or whatever. But literally, when I'm with my friends, when I'm with you guys, I would feel most like myself, like before I had a kid back in the day type stuff. So thank y'all every every time. Okay, I have a question for you, Joisha. Since you said that you don't leave them, do you feel like that stems from something? If you don't want to get that deep, you don't have to. But do you feel like it like stems from like just yeah? So for me, it does it does stem from something because you know my mom, she was a single mom. Like I said, my dad was in and out of our lives, you know, because he lived that fast life in the streets and stuff like that. Um, so my mom was gone a lot of the times, and even as I got older, she's still not very. She's I, like she's here, but she's not here if that makes any sense and if she hears this you know she's probably gonna kill me too but um you just come to the realization as an adult like dang like my mom missed out on a lot because she had to work so hard to be able to afford her you know four or five kids that she had at a young age um and while I appreciate her for that but I understand now like time is something that you're not gonna get back right and for me, I want to spend every moment with my kids that I can. I'm not trying to be a helicopter mom or be selfish or stingy with my kids or anything like that. But it's like when they first start walking, when they first start crawling, when they first, you know, take that first bite of their um, first food after coming off of breastfeeding, like you want to be there. You don't want to miss any moment. So for me, that is my major issue. I mean, my major reason why I decided to not let go of my kids so to speak <laughs> Makes sense. one day though one day they'll thank me for it so no, for <laughs> real for real they will yeah. sure. but i think they might even get to who knows janai might get to the point and be like mom go hang out with your friends leave me alone i mean <laughs> yeah, i have to i have to it'll drive me crazy literally all the time like i i'm with my son 95% of the time, but just that 5%, I gotta go do something. Like, yeah. even if it's just for like an hour. Yeah, I gotta go do something. It'll drive me insane. Yeah, that's interesting though. Forever. Um, how do you take care of yourself? Um, in what way? Mentally, physically, um, spiritually? I mean, I guess all of it. Maybe like when, when we were still younger, because we're all oh. older. So I'll say mm -hmm. maybe when we are still younger, how did you take care of yourself? Uh, to tell you the truth, like I said, kind of touched on before, at that time, making you guys happy, it sounds whatever, especially if you mm -hmm. don't have a kid, but all the SeaWorld trips, mm -hmm. and, and, you know, I was in 
the household, I was the one that planned almost every trip we went on. The mm-hmm. cruises, the this, the that. Um, that's what made me happy. Uh, even our, we are not going to celebrate Halloween. So instead of just sitting in the house and not celebrating Halloween. Yeah, having like a Halloween party. I made it a yeah. big thing. Yeah, just I loved for you guys to have fun. I loved for you guys to be smiling and goofy and you know mm-hmm. no parent wants to see their kids crying or sad or sometimes even bored mm-hmm. um sometimes it would be like okay we just came back from sea world and you swear you're bored mm-hmm. get in a bath eat your dinner and go sit down somewhere but right if it's like a weekend maybe we hadn't done anything other than sit around the house for the past two weekends and then you guys are bored that would drive me nuts so it's like a lot of the times just making sure you guys had fun mm-hmm was, and also, you love hotels, so it's I like, do love hotels because those were simple. I could just from being, all I had to do was have you guys in a hotel, and that enough. Even though it was almost the same as a home, mm-hmm. just because you guys were in a hotel, you're automatically having fun. Mm-hmm. It was easy. Yeah. And if you wanted to go to the pool, we'd sit at the pool and we'd play little games and mm-hmm. scavenger and this and that. And who's daring each other to jump in the pool? Mm-hmm. And the time me and Dylan lost, we had to do the push-ups. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that was. Hilarious. But if we would have done that outside on the sidewalk, is not as fun. It's the fun, fact that we were in a hotel, yeah. all of a sudden it became more fun. But if we would have lost that bed and had to do the push-ups maybe outside the house, mm-hmm. it wouldn't have been as memorable. That's you true. may not even remember it at all. True, you know? actually, yeah. So yeah. just a lot of my time at that time taking care of me was, you know, fulfilling your needs. Even for you now, mm-hmm. taking care of yourself is, okay, what do I have to do today? Mm-hmm. Checking all those things off the list and being able to climb into your bed. That's sometimes taking care of you. And mm-hmm. You guys were my list. Mm-hmm. So, that makes sense. Cooking something and you guys loved it. Let you guys ask for seconds. And then once you got a certain age, I allowed you to make your own seconds. Mm-hmm. Sometimes as simple as you putting on a whole bunch of spaghetti or whatever it mm-hmm. was, tuna casserole, you not taking a little teeny piece, you getting another big helping. Mm-hmm. And they let me know that you really, really, really liked it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that was, that was enough. It, yeah. That took care of me. Mm-hmm. You know, that made me smile throughout the night. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But that was when you guys were younger. younger. Gotcha. When you became, you know, young adults, you started going with your friends mm-hmm. and doing this and doing that. Then I started doing the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's funny. In my head, I thought you were going to say, like, when we started, like, going to, like, Toyota's Lake and everything. And that was that. just, no, that that wasn't a thing where I was saying... I'm going to do this to do, you know, for a reason. Uh-huh. I just did it because I love being by the water. I love walking even till this day. Mm-hmm. If anyone says, let's go walking, I'm down. I'll go yeah. Yeah. I've always enjoyed walking. So that wasn't really like a, a planned, I'm going to start walking to better myself or to, uh-huh. um, for my mental health or my this. I just, I liked it. I went. Okay. simple as, oh, I want some ice cream, go get some ice cream. Right, that's, right, right. That's equivalent for me. Okay. No, I did it. And then once I started becoming addicted to the exercise and how mm-hmm. I felt afterwards, then I continued to do that. But again, it was just because I loved it. It wasn't yeah. because it was a planned thing Got to you. do for no, yeah. self-care. Or uh-huh. I'm gonna, you know, people are like, oh, January, I'm going to go to the gym. Yeah, It wasn't right, right, that. Right. It was just, I love you. If you said, let's go walking after this. I'm getting dressed. Dress. Yeah, it's a good so look. that's yeah. just, yeah, that's just what I like. Yeah. Okay. Even though I didn't do it as much when the, you guys were young, young, you still need to have some time to put to, even if it's just going and getting a, a pedicure or mm-hmm. a manicure 
or just taking the time out to go get that fruit salad real quick, eating in the car, even if it's that, and then coming home and unwinding. Mm -hmm. Sometimes do that and don't feel like you're being a bad parent for making time for yourself. Mm -hmm. um, it's okay to have a some wine, even though your baby's one years old, unless oh, you're breastfeeding. Yeah. Uh -huh. But sometimes we feel like we have to be this perfect. We can never do anything we ever did before we became a mom mm -hmm. or we're a bad parent. And that's not true. That's mm -hmm. not true at all. Sometimes that makes mothers more depressed. Yeah. And yeah. Make time for you like you did before. Do Take a couple of things from when you didn't have any children and make sure you continue to um, to include that in your life. Yeah. Right. So that's what I think I could say for them. And then my own personal self-care now is I need to find... Um, this is very simple, but I'm picky. Mm -hmm. I need to find someone for my eyebrows. I want to okay. find a person that yeah. I go to faithfully and I want an eyebrow girl. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. I go, I get my pedicures wherever. I want an eyebrow. You know, some people yeah, have lash, eyelash yeah, women. Yeah. I want an eyebrow woman. Okay. That's what I need to find that that's almost becomes my confidant where I talk to her for however long right. it takes. And right. People have their people and they're, or barbers and or whatever. Yeah, 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 I want that for my eyebrows. Okay. Yep. I like that. Mm -hmm. I hope you find that soon. I do too. Because <laughs> I'm looking willy-nilly. So, oh, yeah. yeah, I know. These are going up gang signs, and I'm glad we're yes. not on camera. Yeah, so... I need to find someone that I always go to, and that's just my... And I love her so much, I won't even... I'll go full hairy. Well, yeah, unless she touches Because she's out of town. Right. Yeah. That, that's uh, that's what I'm looking for. Anybody out there, you know? Yeah, you want to drop a line? Blue, San Diego. Mm -hmm. <laughs> How do we take care of ourselves? That's hard. I barely get <laughs> When you don't, I barely get out. Right. <laughs> so cute. I think like a lot um, of different things, though. Like, when I'm in therapy, it can look like doing things, how she said, poetry. It can be you doing the inner work. It could be you going for a walk. It can be, mm. like, you just stimulating different things. It could be the mental, emotional, spiritual, physical, so. I don't. I cry. Like, okay, so it's like. If we, I cry. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any self-care, honestly. I don't either. Honestly. I do not take uh, care of myself the way I need to. That's why I told Kiana, let's go for Mother's Day. Let's go get massages and do something because I hide from my kids sometimes in my closet uh, <laughs> just because I am with them 24-7. Um, so it is important for me to stop, pause, think, take a break, you know, reflect and stuff like that. And it seems to me like the best place that I could find peace is in my closet because they're not going to look for me there. So I may take like five, 10 minutes, 30 minutes if, you know, it's a good day right. where I can um, just hide, hide out in there and just really just like meditate, self-reflect and uh, just really figure out what it is that I want to do um, in that moment as far as like maybe they were having a bad day where they didn't go to sleep and they were crying like literally all day and I have two of them that's crying. So what do I do? step away for a second go hide in the closet maybe I might cry in the closet for a little bit but I come back and I feel you know refreshed and refined but it is hard when you don't take care of yourself because you put yourself last when it, mm -hmm. when you have kids so it just comes with the territory you just 
adopt and you roll with the punches and it all work itself out in the end. So all I know is when I'm old and decrepit, I better not see no uh, nursing home at all. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um. So, you know, I started a whole business on pampering yourself. You deserve it, which was the slogan. <laughs> True. Uh, make, yes, making home and body um, products and making it my business to take care of myself. Um, you have to take care of yourself. So for me, I do lots of things. Um, I pamper myself as though I am my own best boyfriend. Trust me on this, or my best <laughs> girlfriend. Because um, I send myself flowers. We just had a whole house full of flowers, all for me. Yeah. So <laughs> I will take myself out to eat. I will take myself to the best restaurant and get the best I'm sorry, Brianna. Uh, I'm sorry, Brie. The best steak. <laughs> um, they'll say, are you waiting for anyone? Oh, no. Mm -mm. I'm, you know, and I'm irritated by a video call that comes in from your little sister telling me, hey, mom, are you there by yourself? Well, just right, announce it. Right. Right. This isn't even about us. We're not having a video date. I want to enjoy this meal and my thoughts and my beauty in me. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> so, um, the massages, I still get the massages. Um, I, I do a lot of things. I, 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 girl, I will buy lace and lingerie and walk through the house just so I can see myself and then go, I look good. You know, <laughs> I don't need to impress somebody. I need to impress me. And if I can't be impressed, it's like, hmm, I might need to work out some. So, <laughs> so yeah, I just do a lot of things. Um, I read, I listen to music that calms me down. You know, I do aromatherapy in the house. Um, I'm a motivational speaker, so I motivate me. I will record things that I say and play back for me. Right. <laughs> I have a question for you. Okay. You're not gonna like my question. Okay. What is your next five-year, ten-year plan of having a kid? Oh, gosh. Yeah. You can't do a Mother's Day and, uh, and think that wasn't going to come out. Okay. Honesty. Five-year, I am five 27. Or five or ten. In five or ten, I could see myself having... Okay. I, I'm i actually terrified of having a kid physically. Like, I, I know people done. I know it's millennial and everything. But thinking about it, I'm like, oh, oh my gosh. So... I do see myself as a mom eventually. I just don't know which route I'm going to take <laughs> if I'm going to physically have the child or adopt the child. But I can see me having a kid. I go back and forth and I, and Tanjuria knows that I do go back and forth of like, I don't know. And it's, I know like there's so many people who are capable. I just overthink like, am I capable of being a good mom or not? I just get nervous. So that's something I actually had to like, think about like before as I feel like when it was when I was younger I was like oh yeah I'm having kids like that's no question but now being like no reality and seeing people have kids and all this what they deal with and and you how you said like test your patience and everything I'm just like oh dang is this something is this something I really want to do like I just I had to I so I'm like actually thinking about it and what my life will like will be able to afford right now I can't afford a child like all that stuff where I just like I want to make sure if I 
do decide to have a kid because it's not like I can like I can accidentally get pregnant. It's like you know I'm with somebody who's like, oh yeah, we get pregnant. It's like no, this is a I will have to think about it, go to the the sperm doctor or whatever or, <laughs> or whatever, and like be like, yeah, let's do this, and that scares me. So I can see it happening. I just don't know. Yeah, hmm. but that's the end of our. <laughs> That's a great one. That was a great question. No high five. No high five? That was a great question. Wow, I see where I get these questions from. Everybody else gets to know about my questions. I asked you one question. You did? Yes, didn't I? You did. Mm-hmm. But usually they were really thought-provoking questions. Question. Question, but I see where I get it from. That was very thought-provoking. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Did I answer the question? Not really, but... Okay. I mean, I said five to t- maybe like I could see it happening. You like went in a circle and then jumped off the boat. So I think that's how I feel about the kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Andrea, do we make you nervous? Do you make me nervous? <laughs> Can you have us some kids?
so yeah I love that about you like you know you just work you work your hardest you're still human and you go through things and you get right back up you see a stranger you smile at them you try to talk to them laugh with them put a smile on someone else's face so thank you it's nice to know that's being observed because I didn't know you observed that so (laughs) of course I learned everything from you you're mom (laughs) well I love you my daughter thank you I love you too (laughs) as you check in with us please check in with yourselves and we shall see or talk to you guys soon